It's like really hard to be an actor coming up in LA. It's so hard and no one teaches you all that businessy stuff that you have to know. No, no, it's like here I am, I go to acting school for four years right. and then I get to LA and I'm like, what, you're like, what do, do I do? I know, you're like, I'm super good at Shakespeare, but can someone tell me how to book a friggin' TV show? Hi, Cam. Hi, Jen. How are you? <laughs> I was just trying to think of how to say hi to you. And then I just jumped in. I know. <laughs> it was exciting. <laughs> how are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm so excited to talk to Roy Samuelson today, right? I am excited as yeah. well. It's like a whole different thing to voiceover that yeah. we haven't gotten to hear yeah, yet. Yeah, for all our voiceover fans and, you know, people who are uh, yeah. up and coming. Like more of the narration good, part of right, it. Right, right. I mean, among many things. Good learning Good learning experience. I, I know. Yeah. I'm. I always learn a Me lot. Me too. Me too. So I want to learn about you today. Jen. Oh, thanks. I know. Good, That's a good nice. segue. <laughs> that was a good segue. I liked it. <laughs> what is something that you've been up to? I. You know what I did? I went on a hike this morning, actually. Oh. Um, and I was just kind of blown away, as I often am when I go on hikes in LA. But how how open and chatty us Angelinos are you yeah. know I kept talking people would hey tell me about your dog and hi how you doing yeah. and like it's so funny how um we all we all are so comfortable talking to strangers and each other and I mean where I come from east coast and I think many other parts of America that is not that is not the case but I I love that about LA I love that too right yeah it's amazing yeah you can just walk up was, and kind of ask anybody anything yeah yeah I do that as well. You you just walk up and ask people <laughs> questions. <laughs> I talk to people all the time. <laughs> I love LA. How old were you when you moved to LA? Twenty-two. Where did you move from? Altoona. Did you know anyone when you first moved here? One person. Did you have how much money did you have when you first moved here? Four hundred and some Four hundred and some dollars. I like it. Um, where in LA did you live when you first arrived? Santa Monica on a couch. Santa Monica <laughs> on a couch. What was your initial impression of LA? Holy. Okay. And <laughs> what was your um, first job in LA? I was a temp. Otherwise, I was a temp. You were a temp. Mm -hmm. And if you had to sum up LA in one word, what would it be? Opportunity. Opportunity. Good. Opportunity. Um, yay. Right. Hey, or guys. Grit, yeah. okay. Or grit. I like grit, or too. Grit. Yeah, Opportunity, yeah. depending yeah. on the day, right? Oh, grit. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited today. We have Roy Samuelson, a voiceover artist, and uh, we are really excited to talk to him and learn from him and have you with us. So thanks for being here. We're really excited to have you, too. And um, wow, almost yeah. like accidental that you ended up in that. It was actually... I never thought about it that way. Yeah, because my intention was San Diego. Okay, so what did you do at Disney World? What was your what oh, was your job at Disney World? It's called the Great Movie Ride. Okay, and it was an indoor kind of like you know those audio animatronic things. Yeah. So it was like all the movies had audio animatronics, and there was this tour that went through of about sixty audience members, and there'd be a like a host that would talk about, oh, here's Busby Berkeley. Yeah, I started off with that, <laughs> and then halfway through it, you get hijacked by a gangster, and that's the part that I did. So, like, through the scary movies, like Aliens or Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then wow. just narrating that, and then I get blown up. And so it's the same show every eight, nine so minutes. So you were wow. already narrating and kind of in this voiceover yeah. world. Yeah. I didn't really think about it, but that was it. Yeah. to you. Yeah, I was just like a Disney employee. Preparing. Yeah. Okay, so you came out, and you went to Santa Monica. You were crashed on your friend's couch, mm -hmm. and then uh, how did you a, start? 
VO or acting or, I mean, what came next? Tell what us. What came next? Yeah. There was a, there was an opportunity to do a, an improv week or maybe it was a two week intensive up in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So I left LA and went up there and met some people there. And I had done some temping in Pittsburgh. So I'm like, well, let's temp for the studios and see how that goes. And so I got to see a lot of different departments of mm. um, smart. Yeah. We, we always say that, that that's oh, temping yeah? is, yeah, well, it's just great to get into different, different areas in the industry. Cause then you really learn how it works yeah. behind the scenes. Yeah. It's so many helpful. different aspects. So many different right? aspects. So you tempted in, in like just just offices, and you saw how things ran. Is that kind of what you were doing? Yeah, mostly yeah. offices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. But you knew you wanted to be an actor because you. I mean, you said the Old Globe Theater. I did. I, I love that theater. <laughs> yes, it's an amazing theater. So you that was already in your world, right? That you were planning that. It was, and there were so many opportunities in LA doing um, doing theater. So yeah. I did a lot of theater. Um, there was a, a workout group for a voiceover workout group. It happened to be in Santa Monica. At that time, I think I was living in the Valley. And uh, it was just a weekly get-together with a bunch of actors, and we'd play around. And that was like our, it's like a gym. It was like a workout. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I'm so interested in, in that. I'd love to talk a little about that because I think that's such a great thing for newer actors. Because, you know, I think we come here and we're hit with thinking we have to spend so much money on so many different things. Mm. And so when actors put things together like that, like, mm -hmm. hey, let's just all get together and kind of help each other. Is that sort of what it was? It was definitely for the workout focus. Yeah, yeah. Um, most of those people are working professionally now. Wow. So what would you do? You just get together and do practice voiceover stuff or how did that work uh we did we uh yeah. we played a lot of commercial copy because that's you know that's the bread and butter when it comes to voiceover yeah mm -hmm. so we focused a lot on playing or and it was so much play it was it was a safe place where we could we weren't trying to impress each other it was mm -hmm. just well we had fun mm -hmm. it was if we were impressing each other it was to be silly impress each other i think you need that in la like i think in, in a group like that is so important in this place because it's so big Mm -hmm. There's so many different actors and like you, you, you really show up and there is this kind of feeling of a lot of people talk about like not knowing anyone, this kind mm -hmm. of feeling of loneliness to have a community like that is really important. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. smart because then you see your friends grow and you see them start working at places and it really is like the people that you're around, you're working with those people and you see everybody else start working and you're working too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You learn from each other. So when you were doing that, so where did the, like, did you come to L.A. thinking, I want to work in voiceover, or was that something you found when you got here? Voiceover has always been a part of my life, and uh -huh. I've always loved it. It really? was, um, I did get distracted a little bit by the, the on-camera stuff. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a few things that I've done here and there. Mm -hmm. But um, I, when there's an opportunity to do on-camera, I'm happy to do it. But voiceover is where I'm most passionate about. That's mm -hmm. where it's always been, and uh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. But so, but you also work in a very particular niche in voiceover. So, can you kind of tell us about how? I mean, did you start in more of a general kind of as a voiceover actor, and then you sort of moved into what you're doing now? Like, how did? Can you tell us a little bit about how that came about for you? Sure. Yeah. And I'll start with what I do. It's called audio description, mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a special audio track that lives on top of the movie, and it's particularly for uh, the blind or visually impaired to be able to enjoy what. Um, uh, audience members who are sighted see. Mm -hmm. So if there's a if there's a special plot element, someone picks up something from a table, uh, I would narrate that. 
or if there's something, if there's an emotional reaction that you can't hear, I would talk about that. It's usually in between the lines of dialogue wow. or whatever. That's really... Do you make that up yourself, or does somebody write that for you? Uh, there's perf- there's a lot of really good <laughs> describers. Okay. It's um it's a full script that has um, audio cues. It's got time code cues, uh, visual cues, audio, any kind of cue, and it you fit it in usually in between dialogue. Wow. So when you're recording it, are you you're, are you how does that work? <laughs> what do you do? It's, uh, <laughs> It's a great question, though. It's a great question. Um, I, uh, there's a screen that shows the movie or the the TV show with a time code, like the little um, okay. um, stopwatch timing. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the script, and I read from a, a music stand and look up and make sure it syncs up. And there's a lot of there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> That's our right. exactly. right. right. You hear that noise a lot. Okay. Does that noise wake you up in the middle of the night? I, I, oh my god. I was I was focused. I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the equivalent of squirrel for me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, each of those things, they they help guide me. Yeah. So do you, I mean, you work for Criminal Minds, right? That's one. Is that, like, do you work for multiple shows at a time or do you, yeah. Yeah, so I'm on a few series work? right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can, how does, how does that, what does that look like? Again, a great question coming from me. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> but basically, God, it's like sometimes I So are you like saying marbles. like you do like, you do like one show in <laughs> a day and then you do another, another show and. Yeah. How does that. Oh, sure. Yeah. So do I do. It goes through your week. Tell us about like, what would an average <laughs> week for oh, a guy like you be? Oh, I would love to have an average week. Oh, I dream of an average week. Um, in any. Because you do commercial stuff too still, right? So you you're do doing kind of yeah, all the promo. And you do so NPR yeah. stuff, I know. So there's there's all sorts of stuff that's, uh, and it, it's funny that it is, it does feel like a grab bag. This audio description is what I'm most passionate about. Yeah. It's the thing that's most, for me, that's that's where my satisfaction comes. And um, Why? Like what's, what do you love about uh, it? Uh, about 10 years ago, I started doing a, a script reading group. Mm-hmm. I'm going to answer your question. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Separate go ahead. story. Go ahead. It was, um, and when you were talking about that community, that family that yeah. you find here, this group, and I haven't been able to go for, for about a year or two, but it's, it's that kind of community. It is a family. And these are people that I, I, I can say, I love, these are, these mm-hmm. are friends. These are the family friends that we talk about. Yeah. These were all produced writers who would bring in 25 pages of their script and me, uh, the other actors and myself would read them ice cold. So we'd have 25 pages of, of a script and it's characters and someone else would say the description of the action. And at the end of it, it wasn't about the acting. It was all about the writing because it's uh, a writer's right. group. Yeah. But because the actors were doing it, it helped the writers get a sense of how things were flowing. It's yeah. like, Oh, that was really awkward. The actors stumbled on that. That wasn't, comfortable to me to hear or whatever it is or oh that i didn't know that that scene came across that way that's great i'm so glad the spotlight wasn't on the acting it was on the story Mm -hmm. so the first time i did it i was like oh oh wait they're talking about the oh this 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 says nothing i can sit back (laughs) it's not about me and after doing that yeah Yeah. and after so it's ice cold reading and it's every week for i think it was about 10 years that i did this every week we would do this so you know after (laughs) <laughs> thousands of scripts it's all about the story and so yeah. it it kind of changed my spotlight from hey i'm the actor look at me do my my voiceover to oh this story is what i'm serving now wow wow and that's what descriptive that's, narration and is. that's kind of what 
we all sort of start off wanting to do is tell a story i think you know when we're kids and we're making up plays in our neighborhood and whatever like i think that's why so many of us and then we come here i think and we're like oh the billboards and the studios and we sort of forget maybe that we're just really here to tell a story you know tell stories but that's cool so the you're saying the descriptive narration that's what you're doing you're you're telling a story to the people that maybe can't watch it in the same the, way that everybody else. It enhances, yeah. what, it enhances. They, what they experience. Yeah. I mean, they still, they still watch shows. And, and, right. Um, but that extra little thing gives them a little more than what they might have had before if they yeah. choose to turn it on. Yeah. Um, and my goal is if someone tells me, oh, I really loved your description, I'm not doing my job right. It, they should be saying, oh, that story was so... Yeah. It's oh, all about... Like, they shouldn't notice you, really. I don't want to be noticed. It needs to be, yeah. And I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! We're so happy to Yeah, that's a really, that's a really I, cool world that I didn't even know. But but I, yeah. I just, on a, like, a purely artistic place, like what you just said, you shouldn't notice a person. Like, they, you really yeah. should get lost in whatever you're watching. Like, you should kind of forget. Yeah. that you're watching somebody. Yeah. And I think the best acting, and like you're saying, the best storytelling is really that part of it is like, you don't even realize you're in the story almost, which yeah. is such a, which is really, I mean, it, it, it's, it must, it's a, it's a wonderful place to get to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know? One of the things I'm most excited about this audio description, it's particularly for the blind and the visually impaired, but it's also great for commuters. Cause yeah. you know, oh, yeah. you've got a podcast. Yeah. I, don't want people to not listen to the podcast. There's other options for audiobooks and descriptive narration. You want to catch up on your favorite TV show and you're driving. Oh, wow. It's yeah, fully you... produced oh, audio plus, <laughs> plus uh, you know, the stuff that you want to glance on the screen, but you're driving, so you listen. Wow. Do, do a lot of people use it that way that you, I mean, I'm sure... They have ways of finding that out. It's I assume so that's, easy. It's yeah. on, on a lot of streaming services. There's a tap and a tap. And it's just turning on audio <gasps> wow. description. It's already there. Audio or like on a long car trip. Oh, like, right? Can you imagine? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. yeah, people I can, can still totally watch imagine. it if they're, uh, you know, yeah. if they're in the back <laughs> like, seat. I would love yeah. that. <laughs> or all our driving in L.A. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of... And how great as actors to be exposed to more content and see yeah. how other people are... Not, uh, not a, on, you know, if you're, if you're an actor and you want to be experiencing, uh, seeing what acting is like. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. That's, but, but you were, I mean, you kind of, so I, I, you were in this group and so you were starting to basically narrate unbeknownst to you, all these scripts cold with a cold read mm -hmm. and then, but how did that segue into the descriptive narration? Like really being something that has been something that you really focus on now that you really love i mean i know you do everything still but i know this is your particular this is where niche. i'm yeah this is my yeah so how did it because i i i know in voiceover many people want to know how do i get into this particular branch of the voiceover industry or how do i get into that part of, of the field so that's a great question i think um i'm going to answer a little more generally because i think yeah. it applies to uh whatever pursuits or goals that um, that people are going for. Um, I found, 
I, I just read a book called Mindset. Mm-hmm. I think the name is Carol Dweck. I love that title already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and her <laughs> last name is Dweck. It it's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Mindset. Mindset. Uh, yeah. Real quick summary, if I could, because it's, yeah, it's totally totally relates to what you're saying. There's two different directions uh, that she approaches. There's a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I'm not going to do the book justice, but that kind of is how she boils down, whether mm-hmm. it's how a CEO runs a company or how uh, a coach teach, coaches their team or even a, a parent and their child. That A fixed mindset says you were born this way, you're, you've got innate talents, and that's the way it is. So if you're told you're really good at math because you're a good math person, if you're given a challenging math problem, you're going to want to shy away from that and not explore that because that would negate your math proficiency, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. The other side is a growth mentality where it's like, you really put a lot of effort into learning this math thing that you're mathing right now. Mm -hmm. You math well. (laughs) That kind of person would say, not math well, but you know, you you put a lot of effort into it. It's like, oh, look at this new math problem that I've never done before. I wonder how I'm going to figure that out. And so there's a sense of curiosity to it. And you're coming from... A place of, not you, I'm going to put this to me now. I like to come, I do my best to focus on a growth mindset. I am not the best narrator in the world. I never will be. There's always going to be 500 people that are incredibly talented in front of me. And I'm I'm not sure about that. I (laughs) I mean, I hear you. I don't know if I Anyway, let's use a better analogy. No, we hear you. We're We're on the freeway and you're going from... This is LA yeah. people, right? Yeah, so yeah, we can yeah. talk. We can talk. Totally. LA, right? okay, we can right. talk LA. So 405 101 to Burbank. Yeah. You're on that 101. <laughs> There's 500 cars that are in front of you. There's 500 cars that are behind you. You're still going to the same place and you're going to get there when you get there. Mm-hmm. If you start comparing yourself to the other cars, you get road rage or start treating other people like jerks. Yeah. Right. So stay good. on your path. Yeah, that's a good analogy. That's. When the comparison starts happening, when it's, oh, that person is doing so much better than I am, or I am so much better than them, they haven't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. That's depleting so much energy that you could Mm -hmm. be focusing in on getting better at the math problem. Right. I also, I love the analogy, too, that you made of, like, the kid being good at math. Um, Carol Dweck. Oh, sorry. (laughs) But I, I think, too, like, I mean, if I, you know, make that about me, because that's, that's what we do, right? We hear yes. somebody say something, and then Sorry. it's all about me. <laughs> um, but no, you think, like, it's it's a much more exciting and fun way to approach life to think, oh, if I'm just, if I grow in, if I, if there's opportunity for growth in this thing I'm going to experience, or this thing I'm going to do tomorrow, or this thing I'm going to right now that I'm nervous about, that's a lot more of a fun and less scary idea then I got to go show them how good I am. I, yes. So I love that. I love growth versus, what is it? Growth versus? Fixed. Fixed. I love what you just said too, Jen. Thanks. You're welcome. No, but it it really is true though. I think when you start, especially in in this world, especially in acting, you've got to like keep the focus on yourself. Like, did you show up to this audition this week without being as nervous as you usually are? Yeah great that's yeah. a coup you know and as opposed I, to comparing as yourself opposed to comparing to the yourself. people like, in the waiting yeah, room that are prettier at, or that are yeah, yeah. <laughs> make those decisions for the steps you want to take in your own life in that way especially in this field because mm-hmm. it, it just gets crazy yeah i love that 
I love that too. I would love to go back to, I know you don't have an average week ever, (laughs) (laughs) but just like what your, what your life sort of like, so you have a studio in your home, I assume, because most professional voiceover people nowadays do. Um, So do you, first of all, what's that like? Is it like a, I know a lot of people set up like in a closet. Do you have like a, how do you, what's your studio like? Tell us about that. I uh, <laughs> have, I have a whisper room. Okay. And that's a four by six space with one microphone that I stand up on one side and the other microphone I can sit down at. Okay. And there's an iPad with um, audition scripts or any work that comes in. Okay. Um, it's pretty rare for me to print things out. And, what do you mean? Um, you just read it, you read it right off of the iPad and mm-hmm. audition like that. And yeah. then you send it straight to your agent and. Uh, there's different ways to send yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's through a casting director. Sometimes um, uh, for jobs that I get hired through, there's ISDN, there's FTP, there's different ways to upload. I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of an engineer. And an mm-hmm. engineer too. Of course. So you, so most of your sort of audition stuff, I guess, right, is at home. And then your work, it, do you, and a lot of your work stuff, I bet, is recorded at home also, right? It's a combination. Yeah. I always prefer going to a space yeah uh there's something about being there and i'm not <laughs> i i hope i'm not the kind of guy that like hangs out at the water cooler put his arm <laughs> up on the cubicle saying hey how's you your are. name <laughs> um, I'm here. i like to go in and get out because mm. i know people have responsibilities at the office mm. but there's something about being there yeah. mm. um even if i'm in the booth and i'm being told in the headset and i'm on mic and they're on their mic the beginning and the end, it's still that collaboration. And I think that does something for both them and for me. Yeah. Um, so I always prefer that, but you know, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, as far as some of the clients that I have, I'm just an MP3, you know, that mm-hmm. or an email address. That's a funny way to say it. That wow. Is. Yeah. So when you go in, so uh, when you're working on a show like criminal minds, are you going in there daily? to do this or do you go in once a week or how does that work? Uh, usually the audio description is, it's one of the last things because they have to have picture lock and they have to have audio lock. That's okay. not always the case because things can get kind of backed up a little bit. Yeah. But what I do, because it's a, a separate track on top of everything, everything has to kind of be finished, sort of. Right. Because the track has to align with it. So um, at the end of, uh, you know, sometimes I'll be called in on a day or a day before the show. I'm on, um, there's other shows that are different. Sometimes I'll pre-record out of order. So um, some shows kind of come out of order there's no particular like rival reason to it a show comes out of order oh so um i might do them if i'm on one series yeah. sometimes they'll go one right. two six got it four five right did i do my math right yeah <laughs> yes. i mean it sounded good to okay. me okay all right yeah but there's does that um does that ever confuse you or are you used to that um I still don't, like every time I sit down at the booth, they gave me the script two seconds earlier or a minute earlier. So I have no idea what I'm about to get anyway. Wow. Um, I'm on a a few other shows too. So you get to know the characters and that helps. But on a feature, that's, you know, you're starting off, you know, I do my research the best I can. I'll watch a trailer or, you know, if if there's any other like genre essence that I can go into, but it's kind of like the script reading. I jump in cold. And And you had those 10 years of practice to get you ready for this i love things like that we we've met a lot of people where i i i mean i'd like to think in a you know as that i'm an optimist and that, <laughs> um and that life is sort of meant to be that way like you know you meet so many people who i mean i know dan our 
engineers that way too where it's like you do all these things in your life and then at the end they all kind of come together and you're like oh i did that and that and that so that i could do this thing you know it's like it's great when life works that way yeah and that's i mean that sam christensen was that way too yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah Yeah. do you know sam oh i got that image thing Uh, yeah he's so great but he's that way too like he was a casting director and he was a teacher and And he was a director and then a director and then it like all but i don't think most people plan it okay thank you um you know it's like it's just sort of it 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 you kind of realize it later mm. that, that it all um, happened that way. I, I we're getting we're short on time, so I I want to ask him something if that's okay. No, <laughs> it's not. <my laughs> <time>. um, <laughs> Just kidding. Because um, we were talking a little before we started about your mentor. And I just, I, I was very, he just sort of casually like referred to mentor. And I said, I want to know more about your mentor because I just love the idea of mentors and having somebody, well, you talk like I, I, I liked kind of what you were saying about that and how that came to be. And uh, I think here's the, and here's why the, you have one, I okay. guess. Yeah. Like I, I bring to my life what I know, my experience. Yeah. Right. So yeah. here's here's where I'm at and here's all the experience I had. And that's it. Yeah. So any decision I make of my own is going to be in that same direction. A mentor has already been somewhere. Mm. So they can bring some other experience that I've never even experienced before. And they can share some other insights that I might not have thought about. Mm-hmm. And there's something about bringing. I've got a really terrible analogy to share. Do it. It's all, so your other bad. analogies have been really it's good. So, so bad. if this one's bad, well, it I kind of let me see if I can <laughs> if I can adjust it in my head to make it okay. less bad. <laughs> if there's someone who's doing something the same thing over and over again, it's kind of like a fly that's going through a window, but not going through a window. Like the right. fly sees where they want to go, and yeah. they just if they try harder, it's going to cost a lot of energy, and it's going to be um, uh, uh, that's effort, a great analogy. Effort. Yeah. Actually, let's try it harder. Oh, wait, this isn't working. Okay, but I see where I want, and that's right there. That's the way I want to go. So I'm going really I'm gonna, to I'm gonna pound harder. Bam, bam, bam. And then a day later, the fly's dead. So. <laughs> was that the part of the analogy that you did not want? No, I changed the analogy. <laughs> I was going to tell a different story, a, but now it's this it's one. It's a great it's a analogy. It's a great analogy. <laughs> so if the fly stops, and instead of going through where it's clearly the way that the fly wants to go, you can see exactly where you want to go. You're hitting this glass wall right it's a wall it's a window but it's a wall (laughs) taking a step back and oh there's an open door and it's cracked a little bit yeah so a mentor helps you find the cracked door yeah yeah and pause and breathe and just take a moment and bam 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 right i mean it's like yeah thanks yeah it's true and i'm that fly i will pound against that window and we it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. there's this easier way, yeah. but you're like, no, it doesn't make sense. I have to work harder. Yeah. That's what everyone told yeah. me. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that yeah, too. That's true. And we all are like that. We all are that fly. Just try and try and try and try. Yeah. And it's, it's, I think the most important part is learning to take that step back. That's when the mentor hands up the sign like Wiley Coyote that says stop <laughs> it's yeah. like, there's another way well what I love about that too is because what it says to me and what I hope it says to anybody listening is like ask people for help you know because mm. um, usually most people I think are pretty nice and want to want to help people and um, give back a little bit and 
you don't have to do everything on your own. You know, there are people like you said that have, have been somewhere before you and might give you a little, little guidance. When I think about my team, I, mm. I'm, I try to look at something that I'm really happy about, grateful for mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. And that makes me happy. Love it. Um, there are 12 people that help me mm-hmm. in different aspects of my life. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, everyone's got that. People. Every, yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. You have the different people that you call on for the different yeah, things yeah. that mm-hmm. can give you that. I like, though, that you know support. the number. I'm going to think of the number later. And maybe yeah. I'll cry, but maybe I'll be happy. No, I'm It'll just be kidding. a pretty cry. It'll be like from the <laughs> yeah, heart, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of support there. And even yeah, recognizing that. You're right. We are sadly about to be out of time, but we always like to end, if you don't mind, by asking you... Um, if you would share with us, if you can think of one, not to put you on the spot, um, but in what we call an LAism, which is something that you have noticed is unique to LA. Okay, I got oh, it. Oh, you got some? Oh, I got it. Oh, look at you. I don't know if this is still true. I think it is. Okay. When I first moved to LA, the first three or five years, I, I came up with this. Not, I, It's not about me. I just am saying this, yeah. this is the idea. Yeah. Two people could live almost identical lives and one person spend $30,000 more than the other. That's LA. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> so true. Find, oh so what I like to do is like, if you want to save $30,000, <laughs> just realize that the way you're doing things, there might be another way. I mean, seriously, yeah. walking a block and a half, you're going to yeah. save 500 bucks if you go out every weekend. Yeah. Maybe don't, don't shop at Gelson's. <laughs> Trader Joe's, or yeah, Trader Joe's, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. proximity. Yeah, uh, there's there's ways to no, do things. No, but you're. In LA. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, me too. There, you can you can live like a cheaper life, or you can live an expensive life. That's so good. I yeah. love that LAism. Yeah. Um, Roy, thank you so this much. Is, thanks for having this me. Is this is incredible. Yeah, you what a what a what a wealth of knowledge you are. Thank <laughs> you so again, much. I wish we could talk to you for. Thanks so much for listening to Speak LA the podcast. We know you have big actor dreams and we really want to help you. For more insider tips on the LA film and TV industry, go to ispeakla.com and subscribe today. And of course, look for us at all the regular places, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you next time.